It's Thanksgiving once again, and if you're not prepared, I'll get you prepared on today's episode. Aren't you excited? This is the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. Thank you for joining me today. Um, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving here in just a moment. Before we get to that, I did want to touch on Kyle Rittenhouse. A, a, t- a trial that I was not really interested in and I did not follow it closely. I'm sorry, I can't follow everything. As much as I would like to follow everything that's in the news, I wouldn't have a life if I did that. You guys know, I mentioned it before, but I've been caught up in the Theranos trial with Elizabeth Holmes, so I'm focusing my energies on that. She's taken the stand the last couple of days. But going back to Kyle Rittenhouse, I just want you guys to know that as a podcast and as an individual, I supported Kyle Rittenhouse the entire time. I didn't voice it. But it's important that once winners are decided and declared that you side with winners. So Kyle, Ritten, Kyle Rittenhouse will always have a place here in the I Can't Complain podcast. It's hard for me to even say that. I don't want to live in a... This is real talk now. I don't want to live in a society where people like Kyle Rittenhouse are toting weapons around outside underage. Is there anything more terrifying than seeing a kid with a... I don't know what kind of weapon he had, but seeing a, a kid with a with a gun outside shooting people. Jesus Christ. It used to be it used to be that only occurred in schools and now evidently it occurs on the streets and it makes me frightened to go outside. Oh Jesus Christ. Kyle Rittenhouse. He got off. He got off. Um I did see this uh, article though, Kyle Rittenhouse tells Tucker Carlson he's not a racist person and supports Black Lives Matter. Can you imagine the people behind the scenes at Fox? They're like, let's get Kyle on and then one of the first things he says is I, he supports Black Lives Matter. There was some cringing going on in the studio, that's for sure. Like, we didn't expect him to say that. Kyle, you need to be more consistent. You, you can't, you can't come, you can't beat the charges and then say you support Black Lives Matter. Like, come on, man, come on, Kyle, be be consistent, man. Best part of this article, though, is it says part of Carlson's interview where Monday night during Tucker Carlson tonight. I didn't watch it. I don't like watching Tucker Carlson. And the remainder will be, I like how he split it into two parts. And the remainder of the conversation will be included in an episode of his documentary series, Tucker Carlson Originals. Tucker Carlson Originals. Can you imagine anything worse than having to sit through a Tucker Carlson original? I don't like Tucker Carlson. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he acts. He's like a, he thinks he's better than me. He probably he was probably part of some fraternity where he thought he was the shit and now he's at Fox News and he thinks he's the shit. I don't like I don't like watching any of these media personalities, but Tucker Carlson's one of my least favorites. I just have to be completely honest. Tucker Carlson Originals. If you haven't wasted enough of your time watching Tucker Carlson tonight, go and find Tucker Carlson's Originals. I just imagine people slamming back Miller Genuine Draft and watching NASCAR. And then they're like, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be on Tucker tonight. So they... They flip over there, and the first thing they hear Kyle Rittenhouse say is he supports Black Lives Matter. And they go right back to watching NASCAR and slamming Miller Genuine Draft. Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson, man. Okay. Oh, that's not that's not an alert. That's Why do I have my alerts on? Ruining the program. Windows ruining the program. Turn that off. Anyway, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle fucking Rittenhouse. 
So Thanksgiving is upon us. Let's talk about Thanksgiving because everybody is required to see their families again this year. Uh, and that's not good. I, who else just wants to go back a year? Let's all admit that the pandemic wasn't that bad. It gave us an excuse to not go to work and not see our families. And I wish I could go back in time a year so I wouldn't have to see on this Thanksgiving. But guess what? I do. I'm committed. I'm going to see my family as much as I don't want to. I'm bringing what I usually bring to Thanksgiving. And this is an idea that only works if you are not hosting. If you're hosting, this is not going to apply to you. Shit, if if they depend on you to bring anything to eat of substance, this isn't going to apply to you. But if you want something fun to bring to Thanksgiving, that's going to, you know, it's going to be fun for the kids as well as the adults. It's going to give you something to do after the meal. I bring a crock pot full of fortune cookies every year to my Thanksgiving. That's what I do. I buy a box of uh, fortune cookies. You can get them at most stores. And I dump them in a crock pot. I don't turn the crock pot on. But I dump the fortune cookies in a crock pot. I put the lid on and I take the crock pot over there. And the first year you do it, it's really going to make an impression because people are going to gather around. They're going to say, oh, what did John bring this year? What did, what did John, what's in the crock pot? Maybe you made some macaroni and cheese and then they're going to glance inside. They're going to lift the lid and there's going to just be a crock pot full of fortune cookies. So that's what I do. That's what I do every year for Thanksgiving. But let's run down the list of the 12 most popular Thanksgiving side dishes ranked by the insider. And let's see if this list is accurate. And I'll give you ways to improve some of these dishes and make them, you know, palatable. Because a lot of people don't know how to cook on Thanksgiving. A lot of people only cook these foods once a year and it shows. You show up and it's basically inedible. But you still have to eat it. So let's try and give you guys some tips and some tricks to make it more edible this year. One thing off the top I'll tell you. If you don't want to do a turkey this year, do a prime rib. Do a prime rib. I suggest doing a prime rib. It's hands off. You can do it low and slow in the oven. You knew, you you do you, you do a nice little like garlic herb crust on it. Cook it low and slow. Blast it with heat towards the end of its life in the oven, and then pull it out and let it rest and cut it up and enjoy. And everybody's happy. Everybody's thankful that they don't have to eat another turkey. So do prime rib this year. Do prime rib and make a crock pot full of fortune cookies. That's what I would do. But let's see. The insider said says when it comes to Thanksgiving dinner, most would agree. The roast turkey is the star of the table. It shouldn't be, but maybe that's true. But what about the accoutrements? You know, the mashed potatoes, the sweet potato casserole, the stuffing, the cranberry sauce. These dishes are all essential to Thanksgiving. Essential to Thanksgiving is underlined. But they're a little more divisive. In the South, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read the whole fucking article. Let's just get to the list. Number 12 on their list is corn. Corn. It says, oh, corn, what does what does one do with you on Thanksgiving? Now, the problem that people have when they cook corn is if you're going to do it on the cob, that's fine. But if you're if you're not going to do it on the cob, if you're just going to cook corn, you, you really got to blast it with heat. You really do. You can't just have watery, you know, it tastes like it came out of a canned corn. You get ears of corn. You shuck the you shuck the corn off, just lightly sautéing some olive oil. Not a lot more needs to be done, honestly. But put some color on it. Do, do a little caramelization, a little 
a little flavor, create some flavor in the corn because corn by itself is pretty boring, you know? It says nobody even notices the corn. That's the problem. The corn can be the star. This is the first tip of the program. The corn can be the star if you want it to be the star. Butter, you know, saute it in a little olive oil, get a little char on it, and then hit it with a little butter and put it on the table, and people are going to remember it. People will remember the corn for the first time in their lives. Number 11, glazed carrots. I haven't read this list. I wanted it to be a surprise. Glazed carrots. This is a dish that's a... It, it's hard to get excited about. I can't. You're absolutely right. I don't even eat glazed. They're not even presented to me on Thanksgiving. I don't know how many of you guys have glazed. Skip the glazed carrots. Fuck great. Fuck glazed carrots. Number 10, candied yams. Sure, candied yams are easy and delicious, but they can also be quite redundant. You don't need something this basic for Thanksgiving. I'm a fan of yams being on the table. I have to be honest with you. I'm a fan of the yams being on the table because when else am I going to eat them? I'm okay with eating certain foods once a year, and I can eat yams once a year. That's fine. I mean, you don't have to do anything special. Just put some yams out, and if people eat them, they eat them. If they don't, fuck them. Cream spinach, number nine. Cream spinach. This is the first thing on the list that I don't eat for Thanksgiving, but I think I should. I should be eating cream spinach. Cream spinach is versatile. It's an easy way to get a ton of iron into your Thanksgiving. Let's... Please, insider.com, let's not kid it. Let's not pretend like we need nutrients this Thanksgiving. All we need is fat. We need a bunch of fat in our diet, and that's it. There's nothing particularly special or festive about this side. Save it for a weeknight dinner, perhaps. I disagree. If you're going to mention it and present it to me and get me excited about it, you can't, you can't not say anything about it afterwards like they're doing here. Cream spinach. I'm for it being on the table. I've never thought this before, but... Cream spinach. That sounds good. Number eight, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are something not a lot of people eat. I think much like the corn, you got to overcook them. You really do. You got to overcook them, and then you got to hit them with a little bit of pancetta or bacon. A little pancetta or bacon on Brussels sprouts goes a long way. I agree with that, though. The Brussels sprouts for me would be higher than number eight. If they're there, they can be the star if you want them to be this Thanksgiving. If you're having a vegetarian meal this Thanksgiving, make Brussels sprouts the star. I don't, well, I say that, but I've also told you to put bacon in them, so fuck them. It's not a vegetarian dish. Not a vegetarian dish in my household. It's just something, something, (laughs) it's a way to get bacon into your mouth. Enjoy some Brussels sprouts this year. Number seven, sweet potato casserole. I don't really need that. I don't need another casserole. I don't need it on... It says sweet potato casserole emerged from the South to become a bona fide Thanksgiving classic. Not in my home. Though some might find this dish a little too sweet to be on a dinner plate, it's hard to pass on a side with fucking marshmallows in it. I disagree. I could go my entire life without eating sweet potato casserole again. Leave it off your table this year. That's my advice. Number six, green bean casserole. No. We're not doing that. We're not doing green bean casserole this year. We're doing regular green beans. I'm going to tell you, you're going to saute them to death. That's the way you do it. You saute green beans until there's no nutrients left in them, and then you put them on somebody's plate, and you say, enjoy these. Don't go. You don't need a casserole. You really don't. It says whether you go with an old-school canned green bean casserole, don't need it. Or decide to class this dish up with an all-fresh version. 
I, I really don't need that either. There's no way to go wrong with this traditional dis- dish, and its popularity reflects that. I think the only reason to do green bean casserole over regular green beans is, I guess, the casserole. You can just put it in the oven and fucking forget about it. I disagree, though. I don't need green bean casserole on my table. I just don't. I really don't. I really don't need casseroles in general. Number five, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is, this is me talking, it's rarely eaten. It's rarely homemade. It's rarely good. And it says you can't go wrong with tart cranberry sauce. Yes, you can. Cranberry sauce is the type of thing where if you leave it off your table, you're going to have that one uncle, the uncle I talked about talked about last week that isn't vaccinated. You're going to have him hunting around for it and then bitching and moaning because it's not there. So I do encourage you to have cranberry sauce this year at your Thanksgiving, but don't be surprised if nobody eats the shit. How many people out there actually really would remember if the cranberry sauce wasn't there? I don't, I don't think cranberry sauce has any place on a on a decent Thanksgiving table, but guess what? You're going to have to have it. Just throw some cranberry sauce on your table and, and whoever eats it, eats it. Number four, the rolls. Now, I know people that really enjoy the rolls. I'm not a huge fan of filling up on carbs on Thanksgiving. I'm not. But I could understand why the rolls have their place on the list as number four. It says, now you might find the roll to be a, one of the humbly, more humbler, humbler offerings on Thanksgiving, but hear us out. What other dish will be able to soak up all that savory, rich gravy that is spilled over from your turkey and mashed potatoes? What other dish will serve as the perfect palate cleanser between macaroni and cheese and turkey? None but the roll. I'd like a crescent roll. Maybe I'm maybe I'm bucking the trend. I like a nice crescent roll. Really, regular rolls are fine too. What I don't want to see on the table is heavy biscuits. There's a place for a biscuit, and it's not at Thanksgiving. So serve some rolls. People will be thankful. So what have I told you to so- serve so far? We're having nice corn. We're ship. We're skipping the carrots. We're gonna have. We're gonna have some sweet potatoes there. We're gonna. We're gonna have a little cream spinach and some bus- Brussels sprouts. We're skipping the casseroles. No casseroles at my table. Not this year. And the cranberry sauce. We're having the cranberry sauce there for any savages who need that. And we're gonna have the rolls. Number three, macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. There's a lot of variation between bad macaroni and cheese and good macaroni and cheese. This is a this is something that you really need to focus on this year. If you're making Thanksgiving for people this year, you need to focus on the macaroni and cheese. The macaroni and cheese needs to be the star of your table. You can't you can't get away with boxed macaroni. Don't even try and insult me with boxed macaroni and cheese this year. Cook the real shit. You got to I would say 90% of your effort this year needs to go into making proper macaroni and cheese. I am definitely a big supporter of textural difference when it comes to macaroni and cheese. You want the creamy shells and the soft, creamy, gooey cheese. And then you want a light crumb topping. That's the key. That's the key to having a macaroni and cheese that is going to pop this year at your Thanksgiving table is a light crumb topping. Some sort of a breadcrumb or something. I don't know. You fucking figure it out. Macaroni and cheese, focus on it this year. Focus on it this year because people are going to remember if you make shit macaroni and cheese. And they're going to hold it against you the rest of your life. So do better. Make good macaroni and cheese. Number two, the stuffing. Now, let's let's be honest. There's two different types. There's stuffing and then there's dressing. They basically taste the same, but one is put inside of a bird and one is not put inside of a bird. I like it. I like it, but I'm not, so I'm not going to argue with you if you say you take two bites and then you're over it. That's fine too. I'm not. I, this isn't a hill I'm going to die on. I'm not going to tell you that 
your stuffing's going to make or break your, your this year. But focus on the macaroni and cheese. Let the stuffing just do its own thing. Let the stuffing just magically appear there. Don't even think about it. Number one, mashed potatoes. That's a good. That's a good number one. The key to a mashed potato, honestly, is lots of butter. You want lots of butter, and you want tons of gravy. My friend Brett, that was in the wedding episode, her favorite food is gravy. I can't disagree with her. Gravy is delicious because gravy is going to tie all these foods together. Gravy is what's going to elegant. Don't even necessarily focus on the macaroni. I mean, on the mashed potatoes this year. Focus on the gravy because the gravy is going to elevate even the worst of mashed potatoes. You know, make a mashed potato, by the way, that doesn't have a whole lot of milk in it. Maybe you just a splash, but mostly butter. You want full fat butter in your mashed potatoes this year. And then you want a proper gravy over the top. None of that box shit. You need to go out of your way to make good gravy this year. Cook the turkey and then... Use the use the drippings to make a proper gravy. You got to do a proper gravy this year. You got to do a proper macaroni and cheese. Turkey, if you want to eat turkey, eat turkey. I eat turkey once a year. It's on Thanksgiving. Not a huge fan of turkey, but I can eat it once a year on Thanksgiving. So I suggest you eat a turkey. There's ham. If you're eating ham on Thanksgiving, you're some sort of an animal that I don't want to even know. I probably know a few of them, but I don't even want to know. Eat a turkey on Thanksgiving. Make a really good macaroni and cheese. Make a decent mashed potato, but elevate it with gravy. That's the key. I want you to focus on the gravy. I want you to focus on the macaroni and cheese. I want you to focus on on the turkey a little bit. And then the green beans and the Brussels sprouts, t- char the shit out of them. Overcook them, put a little bacon in, and call it a day. And then pour cranberry sauce out of a can, because I don't know how to make it, and put it on the table and be done with it. And then you'll sit across from your loved ones at the table and nobody's going to be talking. It's just going to be a lot of forks hitting the plates, a lot of intestinal noises because people aren't people aren't used to eat. They're, people are built on McDonald's in this country. They're not used to actually eating real food. They're not used to actually eating real turkey. And you're going to sit at the table and you're going to wish you weren't there. You're going to be thinking about the last episode I recorded where where I said, don't go this year. And you're going to say, John was right. I shouldn't be here right now. But if I am here, I should at least be enjoying good food. And he gave me the tools that I need to have good food this year. Focus on the gravy. Focus on the mashed potatoes. And really let the rest happen naturally. If you're not going to eat a turkey, eat prime rib. Honestly, prime rib is going to taste better than turkey. I'll tell you that right now. And it's going to go with everything on this list. And then after the meal's over, bust out the fortune cookies. Open up the crock pot and pass it around and everybody gets a fortune cookie. What's more American than a fortune cookie on Thanksgiving? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's more I could talk about on today's show, guys, but I just wanted to keep it really short. I know a lot of you guys don't have much time to listen this week because it's Thanksgiving week. Maybe maybe on the way to your get-together, you're listening to this right now. And you're saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want each and every one of you to basically make a checklist and I want you to go around, I want you to go around the table when every item is presented this year. And I want you to, I want you to check up on each of these foods before you put them in your mouth. I want you to see if the gravy is the right color. You want a nice dark brown, rich gravy, something that's going to dominate the mashed potatoes, but you don't give a fuck. That's what you need this year. You need a nice, rich gravy, a succulent turkey. 
You need a you need a succulent turkey. I don't care how they're cooking it, but it needs to be juicy. You need a juicy bird. You need good macaroni and cheese with textural difference. Green beans and Brussels sprouts with bacon or pancetta in them. You got a you got a nice little corn and cranberry sauce for the freaks that really want to enjoy that this year. Pay attention to who eats the cranberry sauce this year at the dinner table because that's the freaks in your family. The freaks that enjoy the canned cranberry sauce. And then have some drinks. Have some drinks. Pay on some Miller Genuine Draft with the with the with the fam and watch some Lions football this year and just try to spend an afternoon where you don't you're gonna be thinking about blowing your brains out in the middle of the meal, and that's okay. That's natural, that's normal. But try not to act on it. Try and get through this Thanksgiving and we'll regroup. We'll regroup after this holiday. I got to regroup after this holiday. Brett and I, I uh, think it's going to be Brett and I, we got to go to Long John Silver's. I got to do the Long John Silver's episode. Before they're defunct, before they go out of business, I have to make good on my promise and actually go there. Be completely honest with you guys, I think I'd rather go with Brett to Long John Silver's than actually see my family on Thanksgiving again this year. That's how bad this one's going to be. Because if you didn't go to your one last year, I didn't go to Thanksgiving last year. I cooked. I think I cooked a duck at home for myself. I didn't go see the fam last year, so this year is going to be just awful. Just truly awful. It's not good. It's not good. It's not going to be good. I'm not going to pretend like it's going to be good. It's going to be another holiday that you dread. But maybe if you have some somewhat edible food and a crock pot full of fortune cookies, you can get through it. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Maybe the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could.